Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast focused on helping us understand the process of loss and grief with the help of those who are living it. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 56. Through this show, you and I will examine the details we've discovered during our grief journey. We will share our experiences through the podcast, the blog, and on social media while building a community that desires a more open understanding of what grief is, how it affects us all, and how best to navigate its difficult path. Be sure to join the community, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. If you like what you hear in the show, please share an episode and the podcast with someone you know who could benefit a community that understands the path they are currently on. Now, in this episode, I face a memory which presented itself just days ago and discover there was something special inside I hadn't considered. Now, let's get into the discussion. In October 2015, I had the unenviable task to say a few words at the funeral service of a high school friend. I was happy to do so at the request of her mother, but as you can imagine, it was not something I thought I'd be doing so soon. You see, my friend Robin, 32 years after high school graduation, passed unexpectedly and it struck our friend group pretty hard. It hit us with the realization, once again, that life was precious and time was fleeting, even at our self-declared young age. Just over the weekend, I happened to stumble across this speech once again, and I, I found some details that made me reflect on the time since then. As I was speaking of how Robin had encouraged our tight friend group to grow in many different ways, I began to detail how we all had grown through the years. In that speech, I, I found these words, and in them, a slice of inspiration. We all grew with excitement in our next adventure, I proclaimed, and we grew together as an undivided pack of friends. What we did and who we became was a result of what we experienced all those years ago together. I went on to say, in recent years, viewing life through children's eyes has allowed me to reflect on that all-too-familiar term, the good old days. Now, as I stand here today, I continued, it doesn't seem as though we are old enough to be using that phrase, but the reality is, we are. Now, this excerpt reminded me that even back then, I had felt it was important to celebrate the memories we had made, the good old days I alluded to, and not dwell solely on our loss at hand. Now, of course, it is much easier to say those words than to live by them, and it usually is. It's less painful when the words are written on an unemotional piece of paper. It's much harder to feel and face the reality of our sorrow as we somehow try to grasp that long-forgotten cliché, the good old days. But you know something? As I think about my journey since the loss of my wife Colleen in July of 2020, I discover evidence of me grasping onto the good old days over and over again. So I stop to think about that. Was it so bad to do just that? To relive the good old days when we need it? 
to share stories of the good old days with family and friends as we rearrange the pieces of our life we thought was in front of us. Now, that's, that's nothing but a good thing, and I'd like for you to know and understand that as well. Now, I've mentioned in more than one episode how important it is to tell their story and to say their name, and in doing so, I believe it's therapeutic and necessary to survive grief. But more importantly, I know it's a helpful way through grief. Because here's the kicker. This loss is permanent. It's final. And anything, anything at all that helps us face that reality with a bit more grace and strength has to be good. Now, as I reread that eulogy, I also found this particular passage. It's often said that friends define your high school experience. I'm here to tell you that is true. They certainly do, and they definitely did. Now, when I read that this weekend, it certainly struck me how true that was then, and even at this moment right now in grief. It could be said that friends, and family for that matter, can define our grief experience. I know it sounds a little odd to say define your grief experience, but it's actually just that. The idea of friends and family can help define your grief experience, how you walk through your grief. That's a fact. Here's another simple fact. You do not go through grief alone. Everyone who touches your life is also touched and affected by grief. Your grief, at the very least... Or, if they knew your loved one, their grief as well. Through words and emotions, reactions, discussions, embraces, tears, they're all part of how your friends and family can and do define your experience with grief. Comments during your loss often echo in your head for days after you've heard them. I know that because I've experienced it. Back in episode 50, titled 10 Common Grief Myths, I also added at the end a bonus, five things never to say to someone who's grieving. Now, this list of five things illustrate how words, simple comments, can define your grief experience or at least affect it greatly. Here, again, is the list of the five things never to say to someone who's grieving from episode 50. Number one, they're in a better place. Now, please, even if that's how you feel, just don't say it. Number two, I didn't want to say their name and remind you that they're gone. Well, believe me, you will not be the reason that I quote-unquote realize that my loved one is gone today. Number three, don't you think it's time to get over it? Now, I've detailed this one often, and you may get through grief, but... You will never get over it. That's like saying you'll get over loving them, and that's just no, a hard no. And then number four, everything happens for a reason. Now, I hope this one is just obvious, but let me just say you are not helping anybody by saying this. So please stop. Now, before I get into the fifth thing, let me say I hope it's obvious why you may not, I'm sorry, correction, why you should not say the previous four things. Even without my short explanations, I believe it's obvious. Yet, I know people still say them, so let's please don't, okay? 
More importantly for this discussion, I trust you now understand how others can help define and influence your grief experience, your, your grief journey. I'd like to add this important message, though. When either good or bad influence is placed upon the path of your grief journey, remember it is up to you whether to embrace it as something helpful to your experience or to kick it aside as something you must disregard. What people say, their suggestions, and their thoughts, those are not yours to hold if you decide they are no good for you. We are in control of what we allow to affect our life, so please do not allow someone else's beliefs that do not align with yours to rent space in your head. Now let me get back to the fifth thing not to say, and let me preface it by saying this is less of a don't say this and much more of a there's a better way to approach this. Number five, let me know if there's anything I can do for you. So here's the suggestion I shared in that particular episode. Offer something specific, something like, I'd like to help out next week with the kids are back in school, so let me pick them up and bring them home every day after school to help out. Or, our group of friends would like to help you with lawn care for the rest of the year. We've secured a professional to take care of your lawn for the entire season. See, these are specific ways you can offer to help which simply require the person grieving to say yes. They need not to come up with anything for you to help them with. You have provided a solution to a known or a perceived problem, and your suggested offer to help them provides a simple way for them to just say yes. So that is the best way to help somebody. Don't ask them what you can do for them. Provide them with a suggestion that they can simply say yes to. So it looks as though I got a bit sidetracked here, but for good reason. So please take that under advisement, okay? As for our original theme for today's episode, the good old days, embrace those memories in a way that they can help you to ease your pain. Your loved one has a story. It ended all too soon, but their story is still yours to share. So do that. Share their story, share their memories, the good old days, and never let them fade. Allow them in when you least expect them. I've discovered personally when those thoughts come to mind, it's usually because I need them for one reason or another. It could be for comfort or sometimes it's simply to fill my heart with their presence again. No matter the specific reason they come to mind, allow space for the good old days to fill your soul when needed. Now my kids, they're 24, 16, and 15, They all lost a huge part of themselves when they lost their mom. That's a hole that can never be filled. But what we choose to do is to surround that place in our lives with memories and with stories and make sure that those stories live on for generations to come. Because I truly believe the good old days, those wonderful, comforting, and priceless memories, those are in our lives for a reason. So now it's up to us to make certain they don't go to waste.
Thank you for joining me on the Journey to Grateful podcast. I'm so thankful for you being here each and every week. Please stop by the community and let your voice be heard. Share your story. Ask your questions. I'm glad to help if I possibly can. Now head on over to journeytograteful.com slash community to access our social media channels on Facebook and Instagram, request to become a guest if you would like, or contribute to the blog with your story. While you're on the site, sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter designed to provide you inspiration and motivation, and I also invite you to connect directly with me via email. That's tim at journeytograteful.com, or you can call my voicemail, 262-298-2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. Give me a call, leave a voicemail, or if you would rather, feel free to text that number as well. And lastly, I ask if you like the show, please share the podcast with a friend. Take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show at Apple Podcast. That goes a long way to help the podcast get in front of more and more people. As I close out each episode with a quote, sometimes inspirational, sometimes honest, most of the time thought-provoking, I will choose one that connects with the idea of what is inside of you is more powerful than you may think. What lies behind you and what lies in front of you pales in comparison to what lies inside of you. That's by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Now keep in mind, your determination to move forward and get through That fire that burns within you is all you need to survive this thing called grief. That and a large contingent of supporters. Lots and lots of support. So embrace your support, but know that you have the strength you need inside of you. And thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any previous episodes. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.